Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goose and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Jordan, we were so close. Our our dream scenario that we've been talking about for the last, I don't know, uh, for forever, was so close. And honestly, probably should have happened, um, but uh, it did not um, first of all, congratulations to you and the Longhorns. Um, I don't even know. We, you know, I've been at a loss for words because I've seen this coming for like a week now, and uh, I don't know. It feels like the appropriate amount of outrage so far. Um, what are your thoughts? I don't want to say I've been in your shoes before because I haven't. I mm-hmm. we as Longhorn fans, we've been left out of a national championship three times in my lifetime because of a a computer number. So I want to say I know what you're going through, but I think this is completely different. Um, No, it doesn't make any sense, Joe. Um, I was, I woke up that morning and I was like, ah, we're going to get fucked. And Mm -hmm. I think I would have, it would have been able to sit with me better if it was FSU over Texas, because it makes sense on paper. One loss versus no loss. That they clearly should be ahead of us simply based on record. It doesn't make sense. Then my logical reason was, well, technically, based on what the committee's requirements are and their criteria, Texas is the better one-loss team. That's kind of what I was hoping for. I would. I was just happy for a four seed to get into the dance. Uh, when I saw the three graphic go up, it was a oh shit this is about to be bad because I kind of felt like I knew it was about to happen like right then and there who the yeah. four seed was. So yes, it was a weird mix of emotion because I do have love for all y'all and I've become like a part half fan of the Florida state just because of being around you and the rest yeah. of our buddies and friends. No, I, I feel devastated for y'all. That, that was awful. Um, um yeah. Uh, I felt uh, vindicated. Because I predicted it basically at halftime of the game, I said this game does not matter. <laughs> we could we could blow them out by four touchdowns in the second half, and it would not matter. Um, and there is uh, has been lots of reports that uh, the committee uh, may have had some uh, bias due to FSU. Uh, Basically threatening and holding the ACC uh, off a ledge uh, the last two years. Uh, And the head of the committee is the NC State uh, chairman. Uh, And I don't know. It's it's been it's been tough, right? Because now we play Georgia. All of our players who are going to the NFL are not going to play in this game because this game doesn't matter. It's just kind of a bonus exhibition game. So we could lose to Georgia, and then people were like, oh, see, the committee did, did the right thing. Well, no, that doesn't mean they did the right thing at all. That just means... To be fair, because when Texas beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, whatever that was, a couple years ago, the infamous were back. That game immediately afterwards was, well, yeah, Georgia didn't care. They didn't have their real guys playing. So, like, it's the other shitty side of it is, if you do beat Georgia, you're going to get that as well. There's no win. There's no... You're, you're, there's a, it's a loss-loss situation, and I think that's even the more criminal side of this. Yep. It um, I, 
the only side of this that I do enjoy is that the NC that NC State is now the villain, which I think is hilarious because they're a school, uh, you know, in the ACC they're kind of like our Texas Tech. Nobody really cares. Every three years they pull off a big upset and they're like, you know, a fly that you have to swat. Um, but they're not really, they don't really matter um, when it comes to the title games and really any of the sports. Um, so I don't know. I, I love a good villain story and I like that we are going to be able to laugh at NC State for the next, as the UNC president said, 50 years. <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. He really gained some respect for UNC uh, this week. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, anyhow, so with that disappointment, uh, we move forward, I guess. Uh, we'll see. You have a lot to look forward to over the next 30 days. And uh, I guess I have to look forward to the 2024 season, where we will hopefully have to win some more games and impress the committee more. Although I loved, I loved uh, all the memes and stuff Monday night when Trevor Lawrence got hurt. Everyone on the internet basically saying like, "Oh, well, there goes Trevor Lawrence. I guess the Jacks can't get into the playoffs now." <laughs> it, it's yeah. There's there's not much I can say. I wish I could celebrate a little bit happier, but I do feel like partially like let's say Texas does win this whole thing, there's going to be a massive narrative saying like, "Well, it's not a real." We could have, at the end of the year, two national champions. I mean, this happened in 2003 when there was that controversy between us, USC, and LSU. Correct. Uh, there's going to be a weird slight to this championship, and that sucks. I I really wish the four best teams got in, because hear me out. This may sound like a crazy thing, but the best teams typically win their games. Yes. So, I, 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 I know that's a crazy thing to say out loud, but... Correct, and the best teams can even beat uh, opponents in the superior division. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but our backup quarterback beat an SEC team uh, the week before. <laughs> so, um, not, uh, yeah. Anyhow, moving on to better things. Uh, this week, we got a lot of fun stuff. I know we got some hockey, men's college basketball. I feel like we can finally focus on it. I know you've been locked in already. I have not at all. <laughs> not going to lie. Uh, between work and football and fantasy playoffs and all that, uh, yeah, I've avoided college basketball for the most part, so I'm definitely excited to get into that. Uh, where do you want to start today? Let's. you want to go through the NFL slate so we can just get it out of the way? There's a few games. Sure. Uh, so we got, got Thursday night tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah. Two teams that... Uh... Let's just say they wouldn't even bother asking the committee. Uh, the Patriots and the Steelers. Um, Mitch Trubisky, our boy. Uh, at home Sweet versus Prince. the Patriots. Steelers minus six. Over under is only 30. Definitely expecting uh, an Iowa game here. Uh, what do you got? Personally, I'd, I'd lean the under 30. I watched now the Steelers and the Patriots play full full games the last two weeks, now both. The 6-0 to zero Charger-Patriots game was the greatest thing I've ever seen on NFL. The greatest yeah. NFL game I think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever... It, it, the downpour rain, terrible offense. Justin Herbert could not play in it. 
somehow got in the field goal range twice, and I can't believe that's the only two scores we got to see. That said, I have a prediction here. I think I'm going to bet a dollar on this to win like 500. The exact score is going to be 12 to 3. <laughs> okay. I wonder if I have that. Let me see. It might be on Hard Rock. I know it's definitely on FanDuel and DraftKings and things like that, but the exact score, I'm going with 12-3 to Steelers. Therefore, in that logical sense, I do expect the Steelers to cover, and I expect this game to go under. Uh, I don't have the exact margin on here, unfortunately. Yeah. It's probably on FanDuel and DraftKings, but not on ours. Um, yeah, I'll keep looking that up. But um, yeah, I actually really like that bet. Um, also, I think I've told you recently, I've been addicted to live betting punts during games <laughs> when, when I'm at work on, on Sundays. And uh, I can promise you there will be quite a bit of punt bets uh, on this game. Um, yeah, it doesn't let me pull me it up anything. on Parlay Play because we have a little sponsorship with them. I wonder yeah. if we also have punter props yet. Nope, not yet. That sucks. We'll get there. Patriots one day. over under is twelve and a half, and the Steelers is seventeen and a half. I think there's a little bit of money on the Steelers under. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think everybody... I, I expect the Steelers to have a good defensive game. Clearly, the Patriots have a great defense. We don't get to talk about it much just because of how bad their offense is. It makes total sense for this game to go under. i kind of at the point where I don't care about the public anymore and what they're doing. They yeah. seem to be kicking ass this year, and that is driving me fucking nuts. I hate it when just favorites win the entire time. What's It's pissing me off. Anyways, not the point. <laughs> I, I stopped looking okay. at the numbers in NFL. I'm focusing more on like other things like college football, clearly, because that's where the well, public give me, give me the Steelers minus six uh, and the under, and we'll lock that in as our official prediction then. Yep. Um, all right. Next up, we got the Rams at the Ravens. Uh, LA at Baltimore. Baltimore favored by seven, over under 40. What do you got? Yeah, this. Uh, this Sunday, we're going to have some really ugly weather. There's been a lot of rain and downpour in the basically in the Northeast and the Midwest. So I do expect a ugly game. I do not expect Stafford and this boys to actually score a ton of points on this Ravens defense because of the bad weather. I'm probably going to lean on the Ravens minus seven. I do think they can run the ball quite better. Nice. Yeah. Um, I just trust them more. The Rams are obviously an up-and-down yeah. team, and it's at Baltimore. Um, that defense uh, has played a lot better than I thought it was going to play. Um, give me Ravens minus seven, and, you know, I'm going to do a slight lean on the over. Okay. I mean, and so if you think about it, let's look at the Ravens, like, pass NFC opponents. What, they beat the shit out of the Lions. Yep. I think they beat the 49ers. I think they beat – they've beaten all the top NFC competition so maybe and it's all been at home as well so i would yeah i think the ravens do run away with this one let's keep it simple i don't think the rams are that great 
we'll just keep it locked in as that. Lions Bears. Lions in Chicago. Bears are getting three points, uh, which feels a little low. But the Bears are, you know, uh, definitely a, a team that any scenario is possible. Uh, over under forty three. What do you get? I like the under on that game as well, uh, but I do see this more of like the Lions struggle when they're not in a dome. Uh, if you look yes. at all of their losses this year, it has been on the road. Or, I mean, they've had, what, the Packer one was against them at the Dome, but I think that's one out of the four that they have. Right. I feel as if this could be a Bears game. The Bears almost beat them four or five weeks ago, whatever that was. And it's in our turf. I do expect the Bears to cover plus three. I guarantee that's going to go to three and a half soon because it looks like a lot of the money's on the Lions right now. Yeah. Yeah, if you want the bear, uh, the Lions on it, uh, get it now before kickoff, because that will definitely get a three and a half, maybe four. We'll see. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, give me the Lions minus three, uh, but probably not going to actually go on my card. That's just a prediction. Um, all right, Panthers at the Saints. Do we have word, is Jameis playing, or is they going to do the Taysom Hill hurt their car card? I would assume it's a Taysom and Jameis show. Nice. Did I say, is Carr out for long? No, Derek Carr has like three or four season-ending injuries every year, and it's fucking annoying because he comes back the next week. I, he always looks like he's dead out there. Then he kind of, I think he's a bitch. Um, it's, in, it's in New Orleans. Even if Jameis is starting, I love the minus five. I usually don't bet that number, but I'm just, I've given up on the Panthers. I, there's no rhyme or reason for them to, they're fucking terrible. You might be right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Give me the Saints. Uh, minus five. Uh, I would expect Kamara to have a big day, and hopefully we get to see some Jameis in action. And maybe a slight lean on the under. It's only 37 and a half, but... Very... No, because the Panthers can't score on offense. It's that fucking... I, I would say this may go over. Uh, Jameis will throw for four touchdowns, but may have three or four interceptions. Sure. Anything's possible. I think with all the turnovers in these games from the two quarterbacks in the situation, you might get a higher scoring game just based off of sheer position of football there. It's so funny. If Jameis plays, this game is like top three most watchable. <laughs> and if he doesn't play, it's the worst one to watch. Yeah, no, this fucking week is an ugly slate of games. Okay, uh, next up, Bucks falcons uh, Baker and the boys in Atlanta. Falcons are favored by two and a half. Uh, over under 39 and a half. What do you got? Yep, I'm on the Falcons money line early. I think this Falcons team is turning a corner. This last week wasn't good, but the two weeks before have been great. I think Bijan is finally out of the doghouse again. Let's keep it going. Falcons minus 135. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if I like anything other than maybe uh, some Mike Evans props, which I think I saw, what was it? Player props and receiving yards. 76 and a half. I don't. I don't hate it. 
No, it's a little you, you, higher than I thought. I, I thought it was going to be like sixty-eight range, but yeah, he can get it on one play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would probably. Oh shit! My computer's falling apart. Hold up. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I actually like that because I do think he's actually kind of going. He's already hit the thousand yards, right? So he's done that 10 straight years in a row. I think he's just going to cushion on top. And I, that's honestly all Baker throws to. I don't think I've heard much of Godwin's name this year, so I would lean Mike Evans over his 76. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, all right, Colts at the Bengals. Colts are a one-point favorite on the road. Um, kind of surprising because the Bengals definitely looked frisky um, on Monday night. Uh, over under is 43. What do you got? I'm going with the men's shoes at this point. Give me the Colts minus one. Actually, I'll just take them at money line at minus 115. I loved uh, watching the Bengals play this Monday night. Browning looked great. I don't expect that two weeks in a row. Yeah. I mean, he really looked good, though. That's the only thing I would say, is that he really did look above and beyond like the best, the best quarterback there for a little bit. I mean, Trevor Lawrence wasn't bad, but um, he was on fire. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's probably a stay away for me, but maybe a slight lean on the over here. I think both teams will be able to score on each other. I expect this to be like a 27-24 type of game. Um, all right. Seahawks at the 49ers. Uh, this will definitely be a feisty one. Niners minus 10.5 is the spread right now. Uh, I believe Kenneth Walker is expected back for this one. Um, over under is 46.5. Uh, what do you got? Give me the Niners, minus 10.5. I will continue to bet them, auto bet, until proven otherwise. They are the best team in the NFL. And it's not even close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going to my head, I would definitely do that. I would obviously get it down to 10. Um... But, uh, yeah, it's in San Francisco. Seahawks did just have a, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, uh, impressive? Yeah, I mean, loss? It's, or wait, it, was a, wait, it was a quality loss, as the committee would call it. Um, yeah. They played really well. The Cowboys' defense wasn't there. It was a short week. I do expect, well, this is technically a longer week for them, so they may have more rest. Man, it's just it yeah. is really hard for me to not bet to bet against the 49ers at this point. Yeah. Maybe if you had like a 10 point or a 13 point tease, maybe at that point you consider the Seahawks, you know, plus 20, plus 23 and a half. Um, but otherwise, yeah, just stick with the Niners. Um, all right, Minnesota Vikings at the Oak or not the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh Raiders getting three points at home over under 40 and a half. What do you got for this one? Uh, give me the Raiders plus three. I think uh, the astronaut shine is pretty much dead at this point. I think we're back down to a normal backup third stringer that should have been. Yeah. Raiders have been playing decent ball. I think they're getting very undervalued here, so I do like the plus three. Okay. Um, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Justin Jefferson's back for this one. Um, yeah, did you see Josh Dobbs try to throw it to anybody last week? 
No, I definitely did not. It, you know what? Yeah, give me the Raiders. And it's not like Plus, the Bears have this like soul crushing defense too. The, it was just a no. really bad game by him, and I think that once again, I think the shines off that offensive line. They were able to get to him pretty quick, and I know Max Crosby may get a sack in this one. I would put down money on that. So yeah, I like the Raiders plus three. Getting three points in LA at the Chargers. Chargers minus three over under forty four. Where are you leading with this one after that incredible Chargers performance last week? I will go Broncos. Broncos have been playing better ball. That game against the Texans was pretty damn good, even though they lost. Uh, I think Broncos are just a better team than the Chargers right now. I think this might be Staley's last game, and this might be a bold prediction, but I think once you lose to a divisional guy and you're kind of like kick yourself out of the playoffs already more than you are, this might be Staley's last game here. Um, and I think Charger fans that maybe are secretly waiting for that. Um, yeah, no, they're on the, they already kind of got the Bill Belichick jerseys out ready to go in Charger blue. If the Broncos are ahead by a decent amount at halftime, this is definitely a, let's quit on the game and move on to a new coach, a new system. Um, all right. Bills at the Chiefs. These last two are, or next two are pretty, uh, spicy. Uh, These are our best games of the week here. Must win for the Bills um, in Kansas City, unfortunately for them. Kansas City minus one and a half, over under 48 and a half. What do you got? I like the Chiefs minus one and a half. I, I'll take them at money line to be safe at minus 125. That's a smart play there. I think they got absolutely hosed by the refs this last week. There was yep. a lot of, throughout the game, not even just the last play, there was a lot of questionable calls that were all going towards the Packers' way. I think they will bounce back pretty strong. I don't think the Bills are there. I, I, the Bills are dead to me. So, yeah, I'll go Chiefs money line. Okay. Um, yeah, give me the over in this one. Uh, yep. And like also uh, probably lean on the Chiefs as well. Um, all right, Eagles-Cowboys Sunday night. Eagles getting three points again, back-to-back weeks, um, this time on the road in Dallas. You know Cowboys fans are ready for this one. Uh, Over-under is 52. What you got for this one? I would lean under. Now I'm going to do something. I think the Cowboys win by three. Uh, I'm buying the hook. Give me the minus three. I think the Cowboys win this. Okay. Yeah. um, A little bit of a revenge game from last time where they were so damn close. This is basically the Cowboys Super Bowl. Uh, and you know, if this was the playoffs, I think the Eagles might be favored, but a regular Sunday night game, uh, this game means much more to the Cowboys. I say, uh, Cowboys, yeah, a, a slight lean on the minus three there. I also feel like the Eagles um, have gone through just an absolute gauntlet of like games where I think they played what the 49ers last week, they played somebody tough the week, Bills the week before. No, they've they've had a, a rough schedule. This would be probably their last hard game. I can imagine the wear and tear of that is getting to them, so I do think the Cowboys are in a better situation where the Cowboys have had a more favorable schedule where they played the Giants, Commanders, Seahawks, which ended up being a closer game than expected, but it, it just makes more sense to where it's like I, I think 
one is healthier than the other at this current moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Um, all right. Monday night, we have two games for some reason. Um, yep. Don't just because we're getting sure, prepared for the Saturday football and all that good stuff coming up soon when there's no college football. Sure. I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, neither of the games are technically amazing, although we get to see Dolphins in prime time. Uh, Titans at the Dolphins. Dolphins are minus 13 over under 46. Uh, is that too many, too low? Titans on the road are fucking terrible. Give me the Dolphins minus 13 and a half. Yeah, the the one thing about the Dolphins is we do love to blow out shitty teams. Um, it's our, and... it's Charles M.O. Yeah, <laughs> and not only that, nobody has ever blown out teams uh, the way the Dolphins do, the way they just kind of like casually like, all right, I guess we'll just throw a bomb to Tyreek. He'll be open by seven yards and run it for another 40. Um, he had some uh, this past week that I was like, yep, that's what happens in these games. Um yeah, give me a Dolphins. Give me the Tua overs in this game. Uh, and probably the Tyreek overs. If he needs to get 500 yep. yards in five games, he might get 200 in this one. Um, and also give me give me the over 46, I feel like. But um, All right. Packers at the Giants. Giants are getting six and a half points at home. Is that too little for a, a red-hot Jordan Love? No, I will take the Packers as well, minus six and a half. I'll even go all the way up to minus seven. Uh, I have a gross feeling that this team's about to win out. That the Packers are? Yeah, I think they're about to go 11 and six and make the playoffs and potentially win the North. I don't disagree with that. Um, um, yeah, my biggest fear right now is that Jordan Love is the next guy, and I think this is a good life lesson for a lot of people right now in this current mo- current moment to go from Brett Favre to Rogers to now, which looks like Jordan Love. Life isn't fucking fair. This sucks. It is fucking I- terrible how lucky they have gotten and how miserable I'm going to be forever. So that said, eleven and six Green Bay Packers to the playoffs. I think they cover the six and a half. I think they score their team total overs. Give me the Jordan Love props of three touchdowns. Everything ridiculous that I need to. I think the Packers are back to ruin my life again. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Unfortunately for you, I do agree with that assessment. Um, yeah. Uh, I look at that six and a half as like a, a gift here. If you wanted to do uh, maybe a tease. Um, you know, I'm thinking like you get Dolphins to minus six, Packers basically money line. I always like to throw a little over under in there. I'm gonna put Colts Bengals over 36, and then uh, why not get a little bit of? I know you hate this, but get the Lions plus four. Um, I think the Lions can at least stay within a field goal of the Bears, uh, if not win outright. Um, so here, yeah, I, I got a teaser for you then, because this is what I'm gonna do. Because I was kind of building it as we were talking. Give me the Steelers that'll pick them. Give me the Ravens minus one. Give me the Packers that pick them. Mm-hmm. What else? Where do we got? What do we got? What do we got? 
I hate this. I hate myself. For betting on this. <laughs> yes. All right, teaser of the week. Four teams. We got Pittsburgh Steelers pick them. Ravens minus one. Saints at a plus one. Packers at pick them. That yeah. is to win, uh, what is that, plus 250? That can't be right. I'm terrible at math. My book doesn't show me the odds. It just basically says this is the amount of money you bet. This is how much you're going to win. What's so the I amount of money? Like kind of, I put 15 bucks down to win $37. Okay. So, that's so plus, plus 250. Yeah, okay. So we're on the same page here. So yeah, yep. that's where we're at, plus 250. So that's my play of the week. My teaser of the week at that point, if we're going to go off that. So NFL's done. Anything else you got on NFL? Nope. That is it for me on NFL. Um, one quick thing as we switch over to basketball. Um, I don't know if you have NBA stuff, but uh, for some reason, I, I bet this game like three days ago on Hard Rock, thinking it was three days ago. Uh, and I got the 76ers minus seven. It's now minus 10. Uh, they're playing the Wizards. Uh you know, it's it's a comedy of errors there in Washington, and uh, that would be my pick, uh, Sixers tonight. Yeah, good, because uh, that's actually good closing line value there. People jerk off to that all the time, so congrats on that. Um, pretty simple stuff here. I only got four real plays today. I have the Raptors to win money line minus 150. I look at these NBA games as I look at baseball games, so I don't really look at it as like, Minus 150 is too much juice. This should be normal. I think it's actually pretty safe play here. Uh, this Heat team has not looked good. Raptors have been not great either, but I do think it's in Toronto. So, yeah, give me Raptors at home. I'm kind of looking at the injury report right now. Uh, Jimmy Butler's been hit or miss. Uh, looks like we got no Tyler Hero, no Bam. I uh, expect a big all Siakam kind of game. Okay. Or Anything else for him? Oh, Jesus Christ. Pascal, Seattle's. Uh, yes, I like the Warriors Blazers under 226. Both have not been scoring that many points. I think there's actually defense being played in these tournaments. Kind of crazy to think about. Uh, I like the Magic and Cleveland under 223 and a half. So I got that pretty early this morning. I think that line's moved already. The other yeah. one I like, uh, first half. First half bet here, Hornets, Bulls, under 107. Both teams, I wouldn't say it's good defense, it's more just bad offense. Hornets, Bulls, under 227. You said under 227 for Hornets, Bulls? Uh, under, on first half total, 107. I don't oh, think under it breaks 107 interest. Gotcha, okay. Um, I got some three-pointer props, if you like. Sure, why not? Cool. Now that we're here, we got Cam Thomas over one and a half threes. He's hit the six out of his last seven game. Atlanta ranks 24th at three points. Uh, percentages, so not a good three-pointing team to defend that. Uh, Anthony Edwards over two and a half threes. He is the Spurs killer. I expect him to do pretty well. San Antonio Spurs is probably the worst team in the NBA. Completely fine. We're going to tank again. We're going to get another number one pick. We're going to piss everybody off. That's what we're here for. 
So those are my two, three props there. I got some assist props. Uh, give me Carl Anthony Towns over two and a half assists. I feel like that's just going to correlate with the three pointers for Anthony Edwards. Uh, Dennis Schroeder over six and a half assists. He's hit this around 64% of the time at home. I expect this to be a decent home game for the Raptors. I'm assuming this is going to be all part of that puzzle there. Uh, ready for rebounds here? Yep. Nikola Jokic over 12 and a half rebounds just because I fucking love him. There's no rhyme or reason to feel it in my balls there. Uh, give me Nick Claxton with the Nets to get over eight and a half rebounds. He's done this in four straight games against Atlanta. That includes earlier this year with 11 rebounds against them. Jabari Smith over eight and a half rebounds. Facing Oklahoma City, this might be tough with Chet in there, but they he has hit this five out of the last six games. Then Paul George over five and a half rebounds. He's done this in seven straight home games. And this all also includes against Denver, where he did get eight rebounds against them as well. So I do expect that to be a decent thing there. I'm trying to think what else I have as props. Uh, Cam Thomas over 19 and a half points is pretty low for his value there. DeAndre Hunter over 13 and a half for the Hawks. He's been doing decent off the bench. He's getting enough minutes now. So I do think those are two easy numbers, numbers that can be covered. Yeah. Would agree. Okay. Um, you want to move on to college basketball? Let's fucking go to the best sport on TV right now. Absolutely. Okay. We have a uh, crazy amount of games tonight. Yes, we do. I'll just go over what the ones you... that I have picks for, if that helps. Okay. We got Texas at Marquette. This is probably going to be the number one game of the night. We got number 12 against number four, I believe. I'm not sure how the rankings are set up yet, but I do think this will be the game of the night. Marquette is favored by eight points. I think that's right. This is Texas's first road game of the year, real road game. Eileen Marquette, but that's not going to be my play. Tyrese Hunter, over 10.5 points in college basketball. He has hit this every single game this year, but one. That one game was against... I think they, they pulled him pretty early. It was it was against a nobody school, which is fine. That's good. That's healthy. That's kind of keeping him rested at that point. I think that's an extremely low number to have somebody that's hit this every single game but one so far. Uh, next up, Memphis at VCU. This is going to be a somewhat, it's not a ranked game, but this will be a fun game to watch. I like Memphis to win outright. I know this is at Wake Forest, and there's been a weird amount of road, road teams losing. feel like that is a pretty solid bet there. They are the better team, clearly. This isn't your same VCU team that we all know and love. Okay. Memphis on the road. You taking them, one? sorry, minus two and a half? I will take a money line at minus 130, I believe. Or at least that's where I okay. took the bet. Might be minus 140 now because it's now a two and a half. Yeah, minus 145 is what I'm seeing. Cool. Now we're going a little off the beaten path here. Kind of a couple uglier games here. Let me try to find the exact matchups. 
just so I know what the hell I was talking about earlier when I was. Uh, ESPN sucks, man. I hate that they have these advertisements that just pop up and like start blaring music. Basketball. So the LaSalle Explorers. They were going up against Loyola Greyhounds. Loyola Greyhounds are one in seven this year. They have covered zero of their games. LaSalle has covered six of their eight games. The spread originally opened up at minus 10. It is now at 11. I still like it at that number. Uh, next up, Minnesota, plus two. This is the Golden Gophers. They are one of the better Big Ten teams. Kind of like what I was talking about earlier. On the road, teams have struggled. I do feel like Nebraska is the better team, but I do think they will discover or struggle at Minnesota. But I like Minnesota plus two. They may win this outright. Try not to get it popped up here. My probably my biggest play of the day, four unit play here. Illinois State Redbirds. They are at home. They're going up against Northern Kentucky. I have Illinois State money line at minus one forty. That has moved to minus one fifty. I believe the spread's around minus three and a half right now. Take them at the money line. This could get an ugly kind of close game. This will be pretty sweaty, but I do think Illinois State is the better basketball team. So I'll ride with the Redbirds here. And let's see here. Talking out loud here. I wanted to go put a little sprinkle there on the Tyrese Hunter uh, over props that I saw you posted. Uh, yeah, I think this is his night. Big fan of him. I'm kind of a homer. That's kind of a homer pick for me. Just something to watch, but I do think he'll do well. Okay. Cool. Anything else for Uh, basketball? One last prop here. Just trying to make sure I got it correct here. Now I think I'm all right. I mean, if you want something to watch in that uh, Minnesota-Nebraska game, Forgive me, I mispronounced his name, but there's this kid named Rank Mast. His over-under right now is at 25.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Against better teams, he has scored more. Against teams that nobody's ever heard of before, he does worse. It's just something to think about. This year, he's hit this line 63% of the time. If there is any hope for Nebraska, because I do think this will be a close game, it's going to be based on him. He's a goofy-looking white kid in Nebraska, so... Keep an eye out for that. Nice. Uh, I guess real quick, you got anything for hockey? I like the under on the Stars and Panthers game, and I usually that's not a normal thing I'd normally bet on, but I do like both goalies in net with Bob and Otter. So I do feel good about that. I'm um, trying to think what else. I'm trying to get my book pop up here. Struggling. Uh, here's my shots on goals. I just placed them, just trying to get it popped up. Why is this so damn difficult? My sports book now has to have like, are you a robot thing in there? And it takes me like five minutes to log in. Here we go. 
all these guys have hit 80% in their last five games, and that's kind of what I'm going with, and it's just based on the matchup. So Jack Eichel for the Knights to have over three and a half shots on goal. Alexander Barkov, over two and a half shots on goal for the Panthers. Sebastian Ajo for the Hurricanes, over two and a half shots on goal. Zach Hyman with the Edmonton Oilers, struggling team, but they are turning it around this season. He'll get over two and a half shots on goal. Uh, The big one here, Nikita with Tampa Bay Lightning, over four and a half shots on goal. Another Panther here, Brandon Montour, to get over two and a half shots on goals. All of these guys have hit within the last five games around 80% of the time, and the matchups work pretty well with them. Their defense on their position is 20th and above in defending shots on goals. So that's why I took all five of them. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, I do like that. Look at here. Barkov and Montour. You said Eichel. Yep, Sebastian Ajo, Nikita, and Zach Hyman. So those are my six shots on goals. Like it. Okay, cool. Anything else for today's episode? I'm out of sports to talk about unless we want to get really weird. How weird is really, really weird? Oh, no, I'm not going to get into that. But, I mean, there's footy on tomorrow. There's all kinds of things like that. There's teams about to get regulated or relegated. Fuck me. Weird day today. Yeah. But, no, I got nothing else. Cool. Should be good to go We might uh, be back here on Friday. Uh, I think now that my work schedule has settled out some uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, we might get back to uh, finally a consistent two-week or two-pod-per-week lineup here. So. Um, cool, cool, cool. All right, that's all we got for today's episode. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, tell all your friends on the interwebs, join the discords, and uh, and let us know. Maybe we'll come back Friday and do that mailbag, uh, mailbag, mailbag episode that we've been promising yeah, for a while. Yeah, we have bowl game season coming up, so we got plenty of stuff to talk about. I'll probably get more into the NBA. It's really hard. Uh, in season tournaments, fine, but. College basketball is mainly what I'm focusing on with a little side of hockey, so we'll get better at this, guys. We'll have more things to talk about. All right. Thank you, sir. We will see you guys later in the week.